0: I kind of just woke up one day and I was like, I'm gonna start this blog called Lemons and I'm gonna share my struggles because I'm so fortunate to have a platform. I wanna do good with it. And I wanna be able to like share what I'm going through because I know that someone else is going through it. A lot of people tend to think that just because like you have this platform like i'm engaged to a celebrity like yeah people think that that doesn't like come with any stress and like obviously yeah. i live a very blessed life i'm very fortunate to get to do a lot of things but mental health is still very real for everyone
1: let's take a breath <sighs> hey guys i'm cindy litvaco and welcome to something to share Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really wanna talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for pressing play. Happy September, and I hope that you're doing well. If you are new to something to share, Thank you for pressing play. I love to interview inspiring people I love to share incredible stories and I hope that no matter when you press play whatever episode it is that you either take away something inspirational you take away a little tidbit that's going to help you during your week you take away some laughs that's going to make you feel some relief from whatever's going on in your life and you just feel that connection from afar because that's what I needed when I listened to podcasts that's what I always turned to when I was having a tough time or I just needed to feel some connection from afar podcasts were that thing for me. So I'm hoping that this podcast and elements of this podcast can be that for you as well, whoever you are listening out there. Thank you. We have an incredible guest on today. Her name is Taydom. She is a former nurse. She worked during the second- wave of COVID. She is a huge advocate of mental health. Her story is that she left nursing after a lot of overwhelm. I mean, I can't imagine being in the medical field, especially during that time when everything was basically in survival mode, like the country was in survival mode and the limited resources that nurses had and doctors had and just the long hours. And especially as someone like Tay, who just recently had gotten out of nursing school and kind of thrust into a global pandemic. So that was, as we can all assume, very overwhelming. And it took a huge toll on her mental health. And she quickly realized that it wasn't sustainable for her and it wasn't a lifestyle that worked for her. She started having panic attacks and a lot of anxiety, which she didn't necessarily deal with beforehand. It was just her body giving her clear signs that things were off and things aren't working. So she took a step back from nursing and has now started this beautiful blog called Lemons by Tay. She helps her readers through different aspects of mental health and showing different looks of what mental health can be. A lot of times you think of mental health as as maybe a diagnosis or someone who struggles with things like bipolar or depression or some things that are very intense. But what Tay is helping people to see is that mental health can look a lot of different ways and it's not necessarily one look and one type. And you look at someone like Tay and think she has it all together, you know, everything would be easy for her because of her lifestyle and what her background is, but she struggles with it too. And I love that people like her with huge platforms open up about things like that and share their stories and their intimate lives with other people to help them and to break down barriers of what we think of mental health. Tay is also well known as Taylor Lautner's fiance. If you are a former or still Twilight fan, you know who I'm talking about. She put up this video recently of what her um, childhood crush was and she revealed that her childhood crush was Edward Cullen who was the vampire where Taylor Lautner was the werewolf and so she was team Edward back then but obviously not. She's team Jacob or Taylor, but I just love that even though she is engaged to literally a mega celebrity and um, a lot of our childhood crushes back in the day, if you read those books like I did or watched the movies, um, but she is so incredibly down to earth and she has this huge platform and a lot of things in her life that gives her the resources to really make a difference. And instead of just You know, enjoying the ride or maybe taking what would be an easier route. She's taking her own struggles and things that she goes through and is helping so many people through that. And I find that really beautiful and something that I can really truly respect. So, Tay is doing incredible things in the world. I will link all of her resources below for her blog, her nonprofit, and all of the things that she is doing. She is a great follow and shares very openly about her own struggles and what she goes through. So hopefully this episode connects with someone out there. If you're struggling with your mental health, know that there are resources out there. There are people that want to help and that there are people that understand your experience and what you might be going through. So don't be afraid to reach out to them or take care of yourself and your mental health. Even if you aren't going through something currently, there are always things that come up in life. There are always events or things that are thrown at us that are unexpected. So it's super important to take care of yourself, especially before those things happen. So you have a baseline of understanding of what you need as a human and what makes you happy and what helps you to de-stress and to take care of yourself please share this one with a friend or someone who might be going through their own mental health struggles or are interested in this topic at all please send this to them besides that I was thinking about what I wanted to share today and we just had this long weekend Um, it was Labor Day and we had a few days off and a lot of people spend that going on like really cool vacations or you know ending the summer well and I feel like we Nick and I didn't really do much this weekend. We kind of just like stayed in the house. It was rainy here and kind of gross. And we just worked on things around the house. And I was looking on social media and seeing all the cool things that people were doing, which is great and super exciting. And I love watching people's like stories and reels or posts or whatever they put out about the things that they're doing. And, And I feel like looking at that, social media is a space that lends to comparison very easily. You're literally given on display what other people are doing. As I say, a highlight reel, but a bubble of like a really cool, exciting things and things that look really good online, but you don't always see what's happening behind that. And I think this has come up on a couple of episodes that I've recorded recently of really getting clear on what your version of happiness is or what your version of success looks like or what you're actually aspiring to. It's very easy to create aspirations based on what you see from other people and if you get really really clear and take time with yourself ask yourself if the thing that you think is really cool on social media or the thing that you think like your favorite influencer is doing ask yourself if that is true for you and if that's something that you really really do want for yourself or is it something that looks really cool because it got a lot of likes on social media. So I think when I get internal with myself for me success doesn't necessarily look like Going on a really extravagant trip to Europe, you know, going to really cool events or really cool experiences like that. To me, from what I've Realize, or as I'm getting older, maybe that's success, or things that feel really good to me are like a really beautiful home, or really beautiful moments of connection in person, maybe with a small group of friends, or with just my fiance, or with family, just like those really nice moments of connection. A lot of times in maybe maybe my 20s, or even a couple of years ago, I would look to those things and be like, "Oh, that looks like so much fun. Why am I not experiencing that? Like, why am I not getting those opportunities?" obviously I'm not good enough or I'm less than because I'm not doing those same things. So that was a storyline that I had looking at that back then. But I think from this place I'm in now and just realizing and learning more about myself that I don't necessarily need all of those things That are quote unquote, the pinnacle for life or what life is supposed to look like on social media. For me, it looks a little different, but for you, it might be like the events or the crazy trips or all, all of the things that people really enjoy, which I'm not saying that any of that is wrong. I'm just saying it's helpful when you get super clear on what your thing is. So if it is the yacht trip or the uh, social media events or whatever the thing is, if that's your thing, then you have a clear roadmap of what you're working towards and what is going to light you up, what success means for you. But if, if for you, if it's something more simple or something like just more connection in your life or just setting a dinner with your friends once a month, something that you can have a clear goal of. So when you are clear of what your things are, it's a clear map of, okay, I know that's my destination. How do I get there? Versus that destination, Is supposed to be what I'm working towards, and it seems really cool, but it's not even anywhere close to where I am. I think it just makes things more digestible, and it allows you to craft your life how you want it, truly how you want to live it instead of what the outside makes it seems like you should be living your life. I hope that makes sense because I think reworking that for myself has changed a lot and opened a lot for me where I'm comparing myself less, not saying that I'm done comparing myself and I don't have moments where I'm like, oh, that looks super cool. Why am I not doing that? I think it just helps me to see that, appreciate that, double tap and like those things, but not necessarily having to blow up then my entire day because I'm not doing the same thing as that girl's doing or my life doesn't look super cool on social media or whatever it is to me it helps me to be like no I actually am living a life that feels really good to me and one that I didn't know back a couple years ago that that's what I wanted but now that I'm in it and now that I've taken the time to get really clear on what my life wants to feel like and what feels really good to me then I've been able to build that and again not compare myself to someone else's version of their perfect life you know so that's my something to share just something to think about and kind of get internal with yourself and Just figure out what your vision for your life looks like. And that can be personal to whatever it is that you like, whatever it is that you see for yourself, and it can allow you to dream your own version of big so that it's personal to you again and not to what other people think is cool or what other people are going after. So try it and see what you come up with. Please enjoy this episode with Tay guys. If you could leave us a five-star review before you go, that's going to help me so much. It helps me to grow and to continue to put out episodes like this one with Tay would mean the world to me. Without further ado, here is Tay Dome. Let's jump into you and this episode. I'm really excited to sit down with you. Actually, I feel like you and I are in very similar places in our lives. I'm also planning wedding right now. I know you just got engaged somewhat recently you're moving into this new house and things are exciting. We also have a dance background too. I know you grew up dancing too. So you and I are very similar in that way. So I'm sure we can bond over a lot of stuff, but how are you? I'm great. Dancers are the best. I'll just throw that in there. Um, Yeah. I feel like we can vibe right away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But that's great. I mean, it's very, it's a very exciting time, but it's very like, busy, stressful time. So it's you just gotta figure out how to look at it, I guess. But I'm looking at it as like a it's it's good stress, you know? Yeah. It's it's exciting things that are stressful, but it's it'll be worth it in the end.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. And I don't know if if you feel like this too, where it's you're planning for such a big thing and all these like huge life things that are happening that the in between I kind of feel like I want to get there. I don't want to rush it. I want to enjoy this time. But I'm like, oh, I'm doing all this and it's so far in advance. Yeah. I just feel that in between transition period, which is interesting. I don't know if you feel like that, but yeah, it's definitely an exciting time. For sure. I agree with that. Are you doing most of the planning or how are you guys splitting that up? How's we, that going for you?
0: We have um, an amazing wedding planner that's kind of helping us like decide what we want to do. Um mm-hmm. uh, we definitely just would have eloped by now, um, but both our parents would be so mad at us if we didn't. Yeah. So, um, and we also love throwing a party. So we want to, we want to like throw a party essentially, like just with people that like we love and we just want to like throw a cool party, I guess. We don't, yeah. like, we don't, we don't like the attention like on us. Like uh-huh. we did- we did like a joint birthday party this year because we're like a month apart. After it, we like got in bed at night and we were like, oh, that was like too much. Like we both didn't like, like all the attention on us. Yeah. It's just funny with like the line of work that myself <laughs> both was, of like my fiance is in. But, but that's yeah. so funny.
1: I know. <laughs> Yeah, I find that too. Like I've been, I've hosted an event before, and I remember like the three days after, I was exhausted and I needed to be like alone and digress from all of it. I don't know what that. I'm I'm also an introvert, so that might be part of it. But yeah, it's funny with both of your guys's line of work that you would be like that too. So hopefully yeah. that won't happen with the wedding. But <laughs> I you. before we jump into all of the things about you and all the cool things that you're doing, I have two questions for you. First one is that I ask of everyone: it's sharing an object, like show and tell, anything that comes to mind that's either from your nightstand that's surprising or has an interesting backstory what is that for you taylor or tay sorry tay all good i
0: <laughs> taylor is my name so i'll, I'll <laughs> respond to either i actually was like having trouble thinking of this and then i was like playing with my necklace and i was like oh my gosh i should share my necklace so i yeah. have like, this little cross necklace i don't know if you could see it but um my nana gave it to me and it was like the first gift that my grandpa ever gave her when she Aww. was like 15 16 like they were young um and this was handmade in ethiopia and it's she's 83 now so wow thing has got some age on it so it's like one of my most prized possessions that oh my
1: gosh where so yeah that's my that's my fun object (laughs) that's super fun it's beautiful i would be walking around like no one touched my neck
0: (laughs) I know. It's an
1: heirloom. It's so pretty.
0: It's the only jewelry I take off when I like shower. If I'm like putting sunscreen on, I'll like take it off and then spray and put it back on. I'm like, this is my
1: baby. I love that. It's so nice that she shared that with you. Yeah. Amazing. A second question, anything for you, Tay, that's on your heart or mind lately? It could be related to what you do, or it could just be any random thing on your heart or mind. What's been on my mind recently that
0: I've been trying to implement better is like boundaries with work and life Mm -hmm. things. Cause I have a lot of like. Projects going on. I'm planning um, a nonprofit gala event for my nonprofit. Another one, and the move. Trying to plan a wedding. Just all of these things at once. I've like yeah. been so stressed. But then I'm like, it's good stress. But now I'm like, it's good stress. But I need to set like some type of a boundary, especially like yeah. being up here and I'll like sit inside for like five hours having to do work or something. And I'm like, I need to set a boundary. I'm trying to like take some time off. I have had no boundary before we left. I would like wake up and start working at eight and still be responding to emails at 8 p.m. So I was like, I'm going to relax here and I haven't done it yet. So I'm, that's something that's kind of like been on
1: my mind is trying to set a better boundary with being able to like Unplug. Yeah. I don't know if you feel this from you were a nurse as well. So like the long hours, I'm sure you're used to. Plus being a dancer, you have this – I feel like we all have the same thing in the back of our minds where like if we're not being efficient, if we're not working constantly, if we're not just like do, do, do that we're like being left behind or whatever the thing is for each person. I feel like that a lot too. And that can be really hard, especially when you're working from – home when you're working, like you own your own business yeah. to turn that off.
0: (laughs) It's obviously such a blessing that like we get to work from our house. I get to Mm -hmm. film content for social media or I get to like have a nonprofit. Like all of that is like awesome stuff, but it's definitely a learning curve because like I'm constantly like on my phone. Like I have, I have 60 some emails and 30 text messages and I normally don't have any and like, mm-hmm. i love to clear like the little red notification. Uh, it feels so good. I wish good. I was like, you. I'm so behind on stuff and everything uh-huh. is like through the phone. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's harder to separate from work. Like, cause even when I was working as a nurse, like I would come home mentally, it was a little hard to like have separation. If I had like a rough day or something, it kind of take me a couple of days to kind of recoup, but yeah, like, I'm not at the hospital. So I'm not thinking about, you know. But it's mm-hmm. you have this line of work that's awesome that you get to work from home or work from Idaho or work from wherever. Yeah, but it's just twenty four seven, just constantly. Yeah,
1: ding ding ding. <laughs> Pros and cons, and it's of being very conscious of turning it off, leaving it in the other room. But I, I honestly, I every like new month, I'm like I'm going to be better about boundaries, and then I'm immediately not. So okay. I feel you, and I don't have an answer. But
0: <laughs> I know it's so hard. There's like so many. I'll be like, oh, this came up, that's exciting or this. And I'm like, I don't want to pass on any of this. It's so fun that I'm like needing to- figure out how to say no to things because I like to keep busy, but I think I'm like a little too busy. So we yeah. just like toned down a little. Totally.
1: Especially with all of the things going on. Let's get into you. And I know you're huge on mental health, which I really appreciate and I am as well. And how you kind of got into this space. I know you have a history with it with your family and your friend, the story of how you landed into this mental health world that you're in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I've kind of like been around it my whole life. I've had like a lot of family struggle with addiction whether it's like drugs or alcohol or whatever I've kind of just like watched a lot of it growing up and I didn't really understand it but the addiction side of mental health was kind of like my not my upbringing I had a great upbringing but like just it was around me a lot maybe more than most um so I definitely like got to see that and then I had a good friend um my like His guy friend in high school, Um, he struggled with bipolar, but I didn't know that. And I don't think many did know that. I think March was five years. He took his life during like a manic episode. So after like that, I was like intrigued, but also like it, it was just kind of like a lot of mental health stuff was like just in my life. And I was pretty yeah. curious about it. The it psych rotation of nursing school was like one of my favorite things because it's so interesting, like our brains, how they can function or can lack function. And then I started working as a nurse in the fall of 2020. So I missed the whole scare of like not having enough PPE, but I worked the whole like, I don't even remember what like strand it was, but whatever yeah. that first flu season was of yeah. COVID. And it was just like, rough i i struggle with like trying to like say how intense it is because i'm very Mm -hmm. like it's fine it's fine like i'm a very like Mm -hmm. go-with-the-flow person but talking with my like fiance some like mentors like my therapist they're like what you went through was traumatic like talk about it yeah don't brush it off even though i don't want to play the victim but it was like it was rough i was working night shifts i was picking up extra shifts because we were short staffed because we were taking in so many patients like we were doubled up the rooms My first night on my own, we went out a ratio. So instead of like four patients to one nurse, it was five to one. And my charge nurse was like off the floor um, in this room where like the there's a bunch of monitor screens and I was on a cardiac floor. So all of our patients have heart monitors. So she had to Uh go in there because we were short staff and the monitor tech was gone. So she had to watch all the heart monitors and like they'll call us if something's happening so i had no one to ask advice for i'm running in and out of these rooms putting on all my ppe the mask the gloves the shield the gown running in mm-hmm. doing these two patients coming out taking it all off rep putting it all back on going into the next room and helping another patient so it was a just a cycle of just exhaustion but like yeah. you don't like nursing culture is very like you don't think about it. You just kind of do it. It's like, those uh-huh. lives are on the line. Like you're taking care of them. I'm not going to go slack off. So yeah, it's definitely, you just give like all that you have. Um, and I was doing that for a few months, just kind of like in a cycle, wasn't really present at all. Maybe I lived with my oh. friend and I maybe saw him like two days a week, like full days, yeah. which is just like crazy because he's up when I'm sleeping and then I'm gone and then I'm sleeping, but then I have to stay up one night while he's sleeping before work. Oh my gosh. And we were just driving one day and he asked me, he goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm tired. Like I just worked the past three nights in a row. Like I'm really tired. And he was like, no, but like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, he asked it. And I don't even think I said anything. I was like, oh, huh. And then it literally ended there. Like that was it. So more time went by and then I kind of started noticing like some triggers that would happen to me. Like I'd go to get my haircut and they put like the cape on and I would start uh-huh. kind of having an anxiety attack because it would remind me of like all the protection gear I had to wear. And so that was weird. Even I would go out to get my nails done or sometimes it would be like social. It was like a very weird thing, which I personally uh-huh. have never struggled with mental health before. So it kind of took me a while to realize that something was happening. The one that kind of like set me off, that was like the turning point for me was I had a bandaid on my finger and I was trying to get it off. It was like wrapped around me and I started feeling like really claustrophobic and like started like hyperventilating, trying to get this bandaid off my finger. Mm -hmm. And I like finally get it off and we're in the car and Taylor's sitting next to me and he's like looking at me and he's like, what? And I was like, whoa, like a (laughs) bandaid literally just threw me into like a full on anxiety attack. Wow. That was kind of like, okay, something is happening. So yeah. I kind of took a took a step back from the hospital. I was so burnt out. And it's very hard, like as a new nurse, like there's The burnout rate and like the turnover rate for hospitals with new nurses is just crazy. It's so high and it's hard going into those ends and like not having the correct support, having to work through that, not like having the tools to like cope with stuff. It's very hard. So I ended up leaving and I was kind of like, what do I want to do with my life? Because I don't like sitting still. Um, Uh And I kind of just woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to start this blog called lemons and I'm going to share my struggles because I'm so fortunate to have a platform that I want to be able, like, I want to do good with it. And I want to be able to like share what I'm going through because I know that someone else is going through it and a lot of people tend to think that just because like you have this platform like i'm married to a celebrity We're not married engaged to a celebrity like yeah people think that that doesn't like come with any stress and like obviously yeah. i live a very blessed life i'm very fortunate to get to do a lot of things but mental health is still very real for everyone no matter your status no matter whatever so i really yeah. wanted to like get that across to people and just kind of like share what I was going through to try to help people and it's been it's been really great that's amazing
1: i have so much to say from that but um first of all yeah i can't imagine going through i mean 2020 and all that time period was scary enough but being a nurse during that time i can't even imagine plus being fresh out of training and school and like being thrust into yeah. a freaking pandemic. Like I can't imagine how any of you guys made it through that. So thank you for all the work that you did. Mm-hmm. That is so much to take in. And I, I also feel like even if you're trained for all of the things, you never really know how that actually is going to affect you until you're in it. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure it took a lot of bravery for you to realize like this isn't Good for me. Like this is not working, especially doing all that training and all that learning, and you know, finally making it on the floor, and then realizing, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be, or it's not great for me, and that takes a lot of courage to understand that for yourself. So that's really awesome that you could do that, and that you had the support around you for people to like recognize it in you. So I guess my question is because sometimes you think of mental health as one type of thing, or maybe it's addiction, or like certain things that people have, or like bipolar disorder, but you don't necessarily see it as someone. Who is high functioning, like trained in the medical field, has it all together. You don't really see it in that aspect. And I love how you are sharing so openly. And you, like you said, you have this platform, but I also feel like you're super relatable. So it's really nice for people to be able to see people like you who are open about it. So for the people who are trying to understand this, like, what does mental health look like? If that makes sense, if that question. Made. Like, what does it look like? Is it all one? thing? Or is there certain signs? Like, how did you figure out what your version of mental health looked like for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely each person is very different. Um, I think something that I love to share is like, mental health doesn't really have a look. It looks like how each one of us looks different, or skin color is different, hair color is different. Like, that's how mental health is. For me, it was very much I was kind of just dissociating from like life, I just wasn't present. And I mean, even still to this day, I struggle with it. Last month, Taylor asked me if we wanted to go to dinner at this restaurant by us. And I've been there before. We had just talked about it earlier that week. I've been there multiple times. I know exactly where it is get coffee next to it. He asked me if I want to go there and text me the name of the restaurant. And then I was like, I couldn't remember where it was. If I had been there, I was like, I know I've been there, but I can't remember. And so like, things like that kept happening to me. And I mean, they're still weird. Like that was literally like a month ago, but it's just a way of coping and kind of like Uh through a trauma. Dissociation has been a large part of my year because I think I just separated from work. I kind of just had to like leave my body and my brain and just like Mm -hmm. disconnect in an unhealthy way and not think about it. And it definitely still lingers in me as I'm like, still healing and coping through all that stuff. yeah so that's definitely one I definitely have more trouble handling like high stress situations I had my first panic attack in the shower last week I was like just fine hanging <laughs> along shaving my legs like just like yeah staying in the shower and all of a sudden like my couldn't catch my breath my heart was racing and I literally just like squatted on the ground and like went in mm-hmm. full-on panic attack and I was like totally fine and normally in the past it would happen if I was thinking about something or really stressed but in that moment i did have a lot of stress was happening but like in that moment i wasn't thinking of anything yeah and taylor is like are you okay like what what are you stressed about do you want to talk to anything and i was like i'm just confused right now obviously stressed because we have x y and z but i wasn't even thinking of anything i was literally like singing along in the shower to my (laughs) phone whatever i was listening to on spotify there's definitely been things like that that have happened to me since then and are still very much happening to me even though i'm like out of the hospital and still just healing from
1: it but kind of what it's looked like for me. I think it's understanding your own patterns and figuring that out and having that awareness. But it's interesting. I feel like with mental health too, like you said, it can come up out of nowhere. And unless you have like the set practice that you are like down and you have down packed it's it can really show up out of literally nowhere like it happened with you and that's something that i've learned from and why i have
0: lemons and want to like share with people and make mm-hmm. mental health like a trendy thing to do because i had never struggled with it i always thought i was yeah. fine know oh, i'm tough like i grew up dancing i got yelled at every day and like i can take criticism great yeah you never you'll never know if i'm like upset taylor always says i'm like a freaking steel wall like you would just Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, Which is like great in some circumstances because I play poker face, but I don't like wear my emotions on my face. Once I started struggling with stuff, I was like, frick, I don't even know how to like, what is self care? I don't know. I like Incare. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And like, I didn't know how to properly care for myself. And so that's uh-huh. something that I love sharing with people. We want to like do the work before something happens, before you lose your job, before this family yeah. passes away, before, I don't know, before a breakup, whatever it may be. Do the work and kind of learn like what your thinking habits are, what your traits are, what de stress things do you like to do? Do you like to go get yeah. Do you like to go on a walk? Do you like to read a book? Does going out with friends fill up your cup? What kind of like refuels
1: you? That's smart to figure that out for yourself because when those things will happen, because they happen to everyone, you'll have at least a toolbox or an understanding of what you might be experiencing. Because sometimes, yeah, when you don't know about it, I remember when my grandma passed away, I was getting like really bad stomach and back pain. And I I was just, I knew that she was going to be passing, like we were aware of it, but it was affecting my body. And I like went to the hospital and we did like heart tests and all this stuff, but it ended up, it was just stress and my like mental health was off. So yeah, it's knowing your patterns, knowing how you react and understanding that for yourself. But I like that you're like, we should start that now before the thing happens because- again, stuff's going to go down and it's nice to have a practice. Yeah. What is your practice? What did you figure out that works for you after trial and error and after you went through that? I mean, definitely
0: still figuring out because I think it's kind of an ever evolving thing. I love a facial. That is like my my escape because I love skincare. My mom's an esthetician. So I'll always like go and um, I'll get a facial like once a month. And I've also been using it as an excuse to be like, I need to get my skin wedding ready. So I have to go get a facial. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but obviously i know that's like not accessible like for most so i don't tend to share that but there's you can do at-home facials you can get products you can yeah. yourself there's so many great youtube videos for you to like do a mask or like to do like a gua sha or whatever you want yeah
1: gua sha is really big right now yeah <laughs>
0: um but i love like any type of skincare something like that like a facial or i'll do a mask at home i've really been enjoying just like kind of walking outside, either if it's like with our dogs or just by myself, getting movement in is great. But those have kind of been like my few, my few little pockets and truly spending time like with my fiance or with like my family or with friends that unplug one-on-one or just like intense yeah. time with my friends. I really, I really enjoy that. Obviously I have to be in the mood for that. If I'm tired, then I don't want to do that, but I definitely get fueled from
1: like seeing my friends. Is it something that you try and do every day or is it, do you fall in and out of your self-care practice? How does that work for you?
0: Definitely yeah. fall in and out of it for sure, because I'm not good with boundaries. <laughs> as <we've talked> about. <laughs> so definitely yes. trying to set those, but it's also been hard because we haven't like had a house to be living in. So I haven't, I've been living out of, this, of a suitcase for the past two months. So it's been a little bit of a struggle because I don't like have my face mask or I don't have a bathtub. Like I yeah. take baths. It can be a challenge at times, depending on like what's happening in life to like sit with it. Before life got crazy, I'd kind of do like every Sunday, Sunday night, I'll go like do a face mask and take a bath. Or when it's football season, Taylor like loves football. He's like a high hard <sighs> football fan. So I like take that time while he's like up in his little TV room, just watching all the games. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to like, I don't know do laundry. I'm going to like, I love cleaning. So like, that's, Oh, good. <laughs> like organizing and whatnot. I'm like, I'll like get all the laundry out of the way or I'll go like go take a hot yoga class. Like I'll like use that time mm-hmm. to like go do whatever I need to do to, to give myself some self-care.
1: It's a really good pro tip because I also do that because I'm not a big football person either, but my fiance is too. And he'll scream at the TV and I'll sit in the back table and I'll do like my, um. I have the... What is it called? The new face, the like facial <laughs> microcurrent thing. I'll yeah. do that. And he's like, "Why is it beeping?" <laughs> um. So yeah, it's nice to incorporate those into your daily life. Yeah, but, yeah, they're important. Even I, it sounds like girly or whatever, but it's important just to have something to like literally care for yourself. Yeah. So then when those things happen, you're not like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm curious how you keep that up with your guys's lifestyle and your scheduling. Know, I know Taylor was just promoting a movie, so you're traveling all the time, things like that. So how do you guys? or how do you maintain that self-care as you're traveling as life ebbs and flows like your guys's does
0: it's definitely been a transition for me because i didn't grow up with any of this and taylor yeah since he was a kid so uh-huh. it's definitely been like a bit of an adjustment to kind of figure out. I always say, like, Taylor's the worst famous person because we live, we do live such a normal life. We go to the grocery store. That's we good. Do this, we do that. Like, it's, we live obviously when he's like not gone, like promoting something or working or whatever. Yeah. When we're like at home, like, we live like a very normal, so to say, life.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's definitely just been planning, setting a calendar or like making sure like I have time to have alone time or making myself go like downstairs if we're like at a hotel, like go down to the restaurant and like sit on my computer and like knock out emails or whatever I need. Yeah. Put it in the calendar. It's there. It's in writing to either do work stuff so that I can get ahead of schedule and not like be stressed about it or Mm -hmm. i get home like okay this thursday night i'm not we're not doing anything i just like want to sit at home like i have some stuff to catch up on so it's kind of just like scheduling i guess yeah thing because there's so many things that pop up last minute things that get canceled things that get moved so
1: it's Mm -hmm. fine and keep it all in a calendar you sound very organized i'm a little jealous (laughs) of the organization skills but yeah it's nice to like cross things off a list it's nice to hear that even though you're on the outside i'm sure people think You have this crazy lifestyle and you probably have elements of that, but it's nice to know like, yes, you guys are normal. Like we all need these certain things no matter what role or job or whatever lifestyle you have that you still have. You know, Everyday things that you need to take care of Which is great Yeah, we're all still human no matter what And I was curious about that too I just imagine I would have anxiety Going into certain social settings Like social settings in general can bring out anxiety for people But if you're going to like, I don't know, a red carpet or something You might understand this life now But is it? did it take time for you to feel good in it? Or did Taylor help you through that? Like how does that work for you too?
0: Taylor definitely helped me through a lot of stuff I'd say the first year of us dating Was definitely like a transitional phase just because we were going a bunch of fun stuff. I was meeting a bunch of people, but it was also eye opening just because people will like want to talk. Taylor is so sweet and is always just introducing me and always like including me in conversation, yeah. making me feel comfortable and loved and like safe. First year, I definitely got to see a lot of people that would kind of just like brush me off and just want to talk to him and not even like give me any attention. Yeah. And I need all the attention, That's hard. but it's very clear because. I can't quote unquote, offer them anything, you know, I'm just a normal girl from like, I'm out of LA. I can't like offer them any status or any. That's an LA. Yeah, for sure. Mindset. Mm -hmm. It was definitely odd or eye opening to kind of see that that stuff like exists. Mm -hmm. So that was a transitional thing for me. But Taylor just does a very good job at making me feel safe. Or if we don't want to do something half the time, it's me being like, babe, let's go do this. And he's like, no. I don't know. I'm like, it could be fine. And then I ended up not wanting to do it. And then he's like comforting me. Uh -uh. I know, but it's, he's been great. Mm -hmm. He's definitely like, we communicate very well. We've like never gotten in a fight, which I think is really cool. Yeah. We've been together a half years. So we definitely like, I've gotten in disagreements and discussions of stuff, (laughs) but. We've never like gone at it yelling at each other or anything because we just kind of like we know that we love each other mm-hmm. and we have a kind of communication. So that's definitely helped throughout this whole transition. Yeah. Kind of what my life is going to look like now.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that people, again, have like certain ideas of how that lifestyle must be like, but it sounds like you have a very strong relationship and foundation. And it's nice that you guys haven't fought. That's actually. Crazy. Um <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, I, I mean, who knows? Once once you get married, who yeah. knows? No, just hopefully not. Uh, hopefully but, not. Yeah, I just remember myself. Um, we'll move on from Taylor after this, but I just remember because I read the books too and I I loved your reel that you did about like your your childhood crush and how it was Edward Cullen and you end up marrying or you're getting married to jacob i just thought that was so funny we are the same age i think or similar ages and yeah i used to think i was a vampire back in the day when i was reading those books you just got we got so obsessed that was like our whole adolescence oh my- i know i loved i
0: loved those books I was a very big fan, which is so fun. Yeah. People are always like, did you ever think? I'm like, okay, obviously No, no I never yeah. thought I would marry him. <laughs> One, because I was Team Edward. but yeah, same. I don't even, when I met Taylor, I didn't even think of him like he was. Yeah. He's so comforting and is so, I call him like my golden retriever. Like he's like just so sweet. He's so easy. Like you wouldn't know mm-hmm. he was a celebrity until like you like knew about his life Yeah. I'm talking. I'm sitting down with him. He's just the most kind-hearted person. He doesn't like come off as like cool, cocky. He's cool. He's going to get mad at me. Okay. Maybe not cool. That was trying to be a clean word for douchey. So I'll yeah, yeah. just kind of like a know at all type guy. That's not Taylor's personality at all. Mm-hmm. When I first kind of met him and when we first started dating, that's why like, I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, because
1: He's just, he's just like tailored to yeah. like That's who he is. I love that. It's very refreshing. I do think you're just living all of our childhood dreams, you know? Good for you. <laughs> so funny. It's amazing. You guys both probably handle this differently, but with mental health, it sounds like he's been very supportive of your mental health and he's really good about almost – checking in with you would you say that there's certain qualities or certain things that as a partner maybe if our partner is struggling with mental health or vice versa that each person should know or is there a good way of handling approaching that topic of mental health with your partner
0: each relationship is kind of different depending on like strengths and weaknesses of stuff but the biggest thing that we have both because I mean Taylor has been open like about his mental health too like he, I can't imagine a life that he's lived and like, you know, it's, it's just crazy, but his struggles with like anxiety and like his struggles with mental health. So it's kind of been learning what the other person needs. Mm-hmm. Taylor will be like, he'll need like a little more affection or like more like one-on-one time with me. That is something that is a de-stress for him. Yeah, Something that we've kind of learned with a lot of my like dissociating things that I do. And I don't, obviously I don't mean to do it. It just like happens. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time he was like, are you mad at me? Like, is something wrong? Like, did I do something? And I'm like, no, you didn't do anything. I'm fine. (laughs) He's like, but you're not acting fine. And I was like, I am fine. It's kind of just a lot of like, balance like learning the others like how the other copes with stuff or how they deal with stuff Uh and not taking it personally um because i think it's been hard for taylor to not be able to like snap his fingers and me be like i'm healed yeah he just wants me to be my like happiest healthiest self so it's definitely been hard for him when i'm like i'll just be sitting watching tv and i'll be like i'm like i don't think i can get off the couch today or like Uh i'm feeling anxious and he's like but why like we have this and this. And I'm like, it's hard for him to not like take it personally because I'm dealing with the stuff and he's like, I want to help you, but I can't. And Mm -hmm. like, so he kind of like takes it personally. yeah. It's been great for us to kind of like learn how to like work through that with each other. Mm -hmm. I truly think that it's made us like so much stronger. And like over the past year, I've just like felt like we've grown a lot as individuals but also like as a couple like in our weaknesses learning how to like handle one another and learning how to like better support one another so Mm -hmm. definitely like takes time and like commitment and patience and honestly just like trust that when I'm telling Taylor he didn't do anything he's got to trust that I genuinely he didn't do anything and I'm just having a a day that I just can't really get up yeah so I'd say those are kind of my tips there
1: I love that. Yeah. And I think guys do also want to fix things and I want to feel like they like helped and did the right thing I like that you say That sometimes You just don't feel like it And like I have those days too Where I'm just like I don't know What's actually going on I don't know why I feel like this But I I just do we're just Going to be here today Do you have trouble Verbalizing it Or are you pretty aware Of what your mental health is And where you're at each day I definitely have trouble
0: Verbalizing it I'm definitely The one that will Hold things in Or not bring stuff up Because I don't want To inconvenience someone Or I don't Like mm-hmm. Want to have to deal with it That's definitely Like my personality Is just kind of like Shoving it down yeah. and wearing it, which is not good and it's something that I'm working on <laughs> but but honestly, like talking with my therapist has really helped a lot just verbalizing stuff because I feel like sometimes like I was mentioning earlier with like working through like something that was like as traumatic as what I did mm-hmm. or I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to sound like pity party over here because that's not my personality. yeah. I have to, because that's actually like what I went through and what I went through was pretty crappy. So learning how to verbalize has been interesting for me, but just say it just or whatever it may be. Um, but it's also hard to like, see it in yourself because I didn't see anything was wrong in me. Like it took Taylor being like, like, dude, you're not okay. (laughs) I didn't say it like that, (laughs) but like it's definitely hard when you don't like, struggle with it or yeah, you're not I'm a I'm a two on the Enneagram I'm a helper if that resonates yeah. at all but I'm like always like on everyone else like I'm like oh this person needs this this person needs this I'm gonna help with this like let's do this and so I'm the last person that I think about uh-huh. so I think with that like personality trait there's pros that I'm like pros and cons but definitely
1: It's also, I think, giving yourself that grace to not feel okay or have to work through things because I think sometimes too when I would get like that, I'd be like, why can't I just feel like I did before? Like, why do I feel like this now? Honoring the fact that some days are going to be different and things are going to be going on and hormones and all the things could be happening too. So there's all those other factors, but just being really graceful with yourself. Have you found like a thing or a resource or something that's really helped you through lemons, through your own mental health journey, through therapy or anything that's like really helped you cope? Honestly, I think both therapy
0: and lemons have like very much helped me with stuff. Like the whole reason I kind of started lemons was to share stuff. But now I'm like, okay, this is going to keep me accountable. Like I got to write a blog post. I gotta like try this thing out and see if I wanna like share about it. Cause like mm-hmm. my whole thing is I'm just kind of like sharing what's helped me and different resources for people. Cause some some people want this resource, some want this one. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely like keeping me accountable to keep learning and growing and trying new things. Um, but also therapy has been like a huge help for me. Mm-hmm. And I screaming it. It took me a while to find one because like obviously like I need someone that I feel safe with because I've like just personal stuff we like to keep things private so trusting someone true. that vulnerable yeah. definitely took a little bit for me but now I'm like everyone everyone needs therapy I'm like it's truly really the best thing because you you can just like say whatever and like you don't have to worry about someone thinking like one thing of you or like if you're mad at your spouse or you're mad at your mom or whatever like you can just share whatever and it's just that's it just true stays Like it's such a good way of talking through
1: your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Do you just do talk therapy or is there any other form of therapy that you like or just talk therapy works for you? That and like I'll journal
0: every once in a while. I try to get better at it. But normally when I like get into bed, I like my head hits the pillow and I'm like lights out. Jealous. Um, Which is one of the blessings that came from nursing was I learned. Just fall asleep immediately because uh, <laughs> I needed sleep. So that's definitely like a pro from nursing if there is any, but I love journaling. Cause especially it's kind of like the same thing. Like you talk through it or you write out, like kind of like what you're thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: want to get better at journaling before I go to therapy or like during, and then like trying to like apply
1: mm-hmm. having a same. thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like applying it more so into your life. Those would be mine. That's good advice.
1: Um, I think one other question I had, because you seem very good with like transitioning periods, like knowing when you need to shift out of things. For example, with you became a nurse after dancing and then you from nursing, you realized that wasn't working for you and you shifted to your blog. Like what's a good sign or for someone who's like wanting to take a shift or feels like maybe I need to change things up. What are some good signs or things that you know in yourself to make those changes in your life?
0: I think going with your gut is definitely a big one. Um, I actually went. So when I graduated high school, I went to college for dance because I didn't really know like what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was dancing 40 hours a week. I had one night for a week and I was like a youth group leader. And I was like, I don't have time to get a job. I'm yeah. going to have so much and I'm not even going to have a job when I'm done with college. Who knows what's going to end up happening. And so I was just like, I'm just going to go home and I ended up like going to the community college, like by my parents and like getting my nursing degree there. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like a gut feeling I had and the path is kind of looking like it's going this way. I'm just going to kind of follow it. And yeah. if it's like meant to be like, God's going to open that door. So that was kind of like how it happened for me and then nursing. And then kind of the same thing with transitioning out of nursing. I ended up getting COVID really bad last year. I was like out of work for like two and a half months. Uh-huh. Like I couldn't go back to work. Damn. I like couldn't do the laundry. I was like in bed. It was, it was rough. Yeah. But I think God kind of used that time for me to be like, this is my out. Like this, this is kind of like, I wasn't still working. I wasn't trying to find, like trying to quit because I bet I would try to quit. And then like my manager would have been like, no, like, yeah. we'll do I would have been like, okay. So I definitely think that was used to kind of like pull me out of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After I left, I was like, I don't know what the frick I want to do. And then I kind of just started doing this lemons thing and lemons came to my brain randomly. I still have the notebook where I was writing down ideas, like for a website and I wrote lemons and I was like, oh, this is great. Well, i What do you do with them? And then the same thing with like my nonprofit, I had no intention of starting one at all Mm -hmm. one day. And I was like, bam, I think I have to start a nonprofit. And he was like, (laughs) what? And I was like, yeah, I don't really know. That's kind of just on my heart. I think I'm going to do it. He was like, okay, great. And here we are. So I have like this heart gut feeling. And I know mm-hmm. that like, if that's kind of like the path that I'm meant to be on, God's going to like open the door and just kind of make it not effortless because there's definitely like been hurdles. It's work starting a nonprofit. It's work. Like yeah. I did everything on my website. Like I didn't have anyone do it. I did everything. It's so it's beautiful. definitely like work. It's rewarding and it like will
1: satisfy you throughout. Yeah. You sound super intuitive too. But then trusting once you just made the decision, trusting that path is- It's challenging for people, but it sounds like you have that down packed. So that's amazing. What do you want to do with lemons? What do you hope for lemons to be? I mean, the branding's beautiful. I love the little brain lemon. It's so cute. Um yeah. What do you hope for lemons and and for people to take away from it?
0: Yeah. I definitely have so many like hopes and dreams for lemons. That's I think that's why I'm like so stressed out because I'm like trying to do all these things and I'm like trying to figure out which one I want to do and kind of like exploring all the options. But I just want to make lemons a brand. Like I Want people to see that lemon brain and like think of it be not obviously not like a Nike swoosh, but like maybe (laughs) see that and think, let me check in on my mental health. Let me like text this friend, let me call my mom, whatever it may be. I just wanted to like to make mental health a trendy, aesthetic, sexy kind of feel and make it like accessible for Mm -hmm. all. I'm very passionate about men's mental health. It's been a lot of the men in my life that have struggled with their mental health. So definitely like trying to reach that space Mm -hmm. more is a goal of mine, but I'm just so excited for it and I'm so blessed that I literally just like get to start a nonprofit, get to start a website and get to like just help people with their mental health. It's cool. It's amazing. I'm just pumped and I'm just kind of like wherever the wind takes me, I'm going to go do it. I have this really weird, I have no clue, goal to make it on the Forbes 30 under 30 Mm -hmm. list. I don't know why or who, where that came from. Again, I thought of that randomly one day and Taylor was like, what? And I was like, I don't even know. I'm not a business person. Now I am, but I don't, I'm a nurse. I didn't learn any business. I don't know what I'm doing, but it just like keeps happening. And I'm so blessed to be surrounded with such great people and like
1: a good support Mm -hmm. system. The possibilities are endless. I'm excited. I like that you're a dreamer though, because then then the possibilities will be endless and then you just really trust yourself and- You've created a nice community around you that will support that. So that's really inspiring for me and for other people listening to this to find that for themselves because it's definitely possible and I think the possibilities are endless. What's one thing before I ask you my final questions, if someone wants to start off their own mental health journey or what's one thing that you would recommend them to go to first or just like one quick tip or something for mental health?
0: I think sitting yourself down and thinking through like stressors, triggers, different relaxation things, what you as a human needs, because we're all different in like what feels us and what drains us. So I definitely think sitting yourself down obviously doesn't need to be with a pen and paper. It could just like be in your head. If you like a pen and paper, that's my jam. So I'd love that. But taking a little assessment of where you're at, what you need, what's something that's stressing you out in life that maybe you could cut out, or what's something you want to add back in that you miss.
1: Uh-huh. And To kind of go from there. I love that. Um, Amazing. I'm gonna ask you my final questions. That was. This is great. I'll just ask you too. What is something that you Tay want to be known for or remembered by with your work that you do, or with lemons, or anything really? What do you want to be known for or remembered by? I think I would want to
0: be remembered by someone that is helping people, because that's just a big goal of mine. Obviously, I'm a two on the enneagram. I'm a nurse. It's just very much something that fuels me when I'm like able to help people I feel so accomplished like I'll get one message a month even if it's that minimal of someone being like lemons help me like that could fuel me for a year Mm. being able to like help one person is something that's really cool for me and also just like a normal I'm a normal person like I'm sure people look at me and it's weird like when I'm making I'll go to make a vlog and I'm like people don't want to see this so my best friend's like yes people do want to see it that's
1: exactly what people want to see see.
0: (laughs) So, I think it's just like I'm just like a normal person that like had this dream, and I'm like, so you can kind of like do whatever, whatever you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. You can do. like this has always been a passion of mine, and it's really cool to like get to do it now.
1: I also want to say, like that you are following your own passions, and within Taylor's world, I'm sure you could, it, you could be an easy route where you just like with all the events and go do what he wants to do or whatever. But it's nice that you have. You're using all the things that you've been given and like his platform and your platform and you're creating all this good from it. I just really, that's really cool. So just wanted to say that. Thank you. Last question. Any last piece of advice or just leaving thought? It could be general. It could be skincare. It could be really anything just to end us on. Yeah. I
0: have so many
1: little things I would want to
0: say. Maybe just like your mental health doesn't define you just because you're dealing with something or me for example my brain like I used to be so sharp with things now I like half the time I'm so forget I can be so forgetful and that's like not me your mental health your struggles your journey your path your path to healing like that doesn't define you and that sounds so cliche but we've been given these awesome tools of a brain and like the brain Uh is so wild and it's gonna look different for everyone be confident of the unknown almost you are you and you are made so uniquely and like so awesome and just you are made for you and taking that and just knowing whatever your mental health journey looks like that that's great everyone struggles with it differently there's no better answer to it so just like give yourself grace take the time to learn and grow and just trust the process. I love that. That's so beautiful.
1: Um, I actually have one more question. Any fun like brain fact or anything that you found really fascinating about the brain or when it relates to mental health? If not, it's fine too. But I just had that thought. Let me
0: see. Something that I've been really big on recently is I'm still kind of learning about it. So I can't share like much facts about it, but just how like your gut health relates to your mental health. There's like a lot of relations Mm. between that. Um, I actually have a blog post coming out about gut health soon, Um, but just because I also have like a lot of like stomach and gut issues, I've always had them. So it's Uh been interesting, all like these new, this research coming out of how like your gut health kind of relates to your mental health. Uh So that's kind of something that's been really interesting for me that I've wanted to like dive into and kind of learn more because I truly believe you got to like put good into your body. You can't put all this processed food and all this crap in. And then like, yeah, well, like someone told me this analogy once, like it's like putting the basic gas in your car, or putting like the expensive gas. I have an electric. Yeah, car, I don't have to worry about that. But um, <laughs> we want to put the best fuel in our bodies. We want to eat the healthy food, take the right supplements, do this, do that. We got to like make this machine run good. Yeah. So that I think that's something that's really interesting to me. But yeah, I can report back on details that I find out. Yeah,
1: please do. I know I, I'm interested in that blog post because I also have got things too. Too, and from anxiety and stuff too, my gut is always the first thing that goes. So it's definitely connected. I mean, if you think about like brain fog or like when you eat a certain way, like around Thanksgiving and then the whole week after you have brain fog, there is that connection there. So yeah, it's really cool. There's tons to learn, but yeah. This was amazing. Thank you so much, Tay. Where can everyone find you? Find lemons and all of the stuff that you're doing. So
0: I'm at Taydome. Lemons is Lemons by Tay um, on Instagram. Uh, lemonsbytay.com is our website. I'm like so pumped about the Instagram. We've only had it for like a, a month, maybe a little over. And it's just kind of like a place I want to provide resources and provide tips, tricks, facts, new like research coming out, just kind of like keeping us like aware of yeah. like garments sharing stuff or being able to share it with the friends so so yeah that's that's where you can find me and us and I love it more vlogs <laughs> yes i know i need to get better at it again i like film and i edit everything i'm very much i like to do everything yeah. which it's great because I like to do it, but it's also not great when I have when I'm like I'm gonna do this, but then I'm also gonna do ten other things. Yeah, so no, I we'll feel work, you, <laughs> work
1: on the vlog. We'll okay. work on the vlog for sure. I'm oh, looking forward to it. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sitting down with me, and have a great day. Thank you so
0: much for having me.
1: That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow, as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime this podcast, obviously. Send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.